Hello and welcome to Power Connection with Pastor Tracy Stone. In this weekly podcast, we hope you have an encounter with God through inspiring teaching and discover practical ways to help you live a life of purpose. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Pastor Tracy Stone and would like to enjoy more resources and devotionals, including our weekly updates, we hope you'll visit our website at pccgwinnett.cc. Amen. It is well. One of my favorite of all times. It is well. It is well with my soul. Take your Bibles this morning and turn to 1 Samuel the 17th chapter, 1 Samuel 17, begin reading at verse 34. And David said unto Saul, thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took out of the flock. And I went after him and smote him and delivered him. So when I caught him by his beard, he smote him and slew him. And thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And the uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the God. David over. moreover the Lord delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, and he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto him, David, go, and the Lord be with thee. And for the time's sake, let's skip down to verse 45. And David said to the Philistine, thou comest me with a spear and a sword, with a shield, but I come to you in the Name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defiled. This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand, and I will smite thee, and I will take thy head from thee, and I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day into the fowls of the earth, and the air, and the wild beasts of the earth, and thou of the earth shall know that there is a God in Israel. And all of this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, for the Battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. And it came to pass, you know the story, that David slew the Goliath, slew the giant. I I want to entitle the message today, What God Has for You and What God Has for Me is for Me. What God has for you, it's for you. No matter what people say and no matter what the devil says, what God has for you and your family, it's for you. Shout, it's for me. Exactly what you need, God has it. The Philistines, according to Scripture, every day for these days of period of testing would come out and defy the God of Israel. And Israel would, 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 would look at this army and look at this giant and they would just so afraid and they would go cow, coward in the tent and they'd say, he's too big to fight, he's too big. And David come on the scene, a little shepherd boy, and said, no, he's too big to miss. Let's go, let's go fight, let's go do this. It's time that you talk to your giants about how big your God is. Some of us, all we want to do is talk about how big our problems are, but we never want to speak to our problem about how big our God is. Our God is on the throne. Our God hasn't changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's high and lifted up, and no problem, no issue is bigger than our God. He's already put it under his feet. 
So it's up to you and me to look at the problem and start looking and saying to the problem, my God is bigger than you. Debt, my God's bigger than you. Cancer, my God's bigger than you. Frustration, my God's bigger than you. Addiction, my God is bigger than you. Rebellious teenager, my God is bigger than you. Come on, somebody. In Numbers 13, 12 spies come back from the promised land, and they said, oh, it's a land flowing with milk and honey. It's exactly what God said it would be. It's abundant life there. But they said, nevertheless, there be giants there, the sons of Anak there, and we can't go. I want to tell you that there's always going to be a giant standing in front of your promise. There's always going to be a son of Anak standing there telling you why you can't have it, why you can't go into it, and why you can't possess the promised land. And they said, nevertheless, we can't go, but uh, we're just going to not be able to have what God said. But I want to remind you what God said is mine. It's mine. Doesn't matter if the son of Anak is standing there. God said it's mine, and I'm going to get it. So that's one nevertheless. And then the second nevertheless is in the New Testament. Peter, the, the disciples had been out fishing and they caught nothing and they came back and they were wore out and frustrated. And you know how it is when you, when you do something that doesn't turn out the way you think it ought to turn out. You kind of come back and you're kind of frustrated. And so they're docking the boat and the Bible doesn't go into their frustration, but we go by human nature. Frustration has set in. They worked toiled all night. Caught nothing, and Jesus looked at him and said, Go back out, go to the deep water, and throw your nets on the other side of the boat. Now, they didn't sit there and say, Now, wait a minute, Jesus. We're fishermen. We know that if they ain't biting, they ain't biting. We know that if it's not going to be any fish caught or whether it's going to be fish caught. Come on. They didn't say none of that. They simply said, Nevertheless, Lord, at thy word, we will go. See, you got to get in your mind which nevertheless you're going to be. You're going to be nevertheless, it's every, the giants are against me. Nevertheless, I can't go because of the giants. Or you're going to be of the persuasion, nevertheless, Lord, at thy word, I'm going to go. I choose to believe this morning that no matter what I'm facing, nevertheless, Lord, what you have for me is for me. What you have promised is going to come to pass within my life. These 10 spies that said, nevertheless, we can't go. If we go, our children will be killed. That's what the Bible said. God got so angry at them that he made a whole generation pass because they would not trust in God. But there was one that came on the scene, actually two, Joshua and Caleb. And Caleb, the Bible says, he came back and said what? Well, able. Because the Bible, I don't know if you caught this in the, in the text there in Numbers 12, says that Caleb was of another spirit. There's a spirit that's loosed in the world today that says God isn't able and what God said he's not going to be able to do it because of the opposition that we're facing. But Caleb was of another spirit that says we're more than able. 
I'm praying this morning that, uh, that another spirit get a hold of you. That the spirit of worry and the spirit of we can't and the spirit that says that, that we shouldn't, or we, 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 there's no way possible that a spirit that comes over you that says what God said is mine, it is mine. Doesn't matter what I face, doesn't matter what I go through, there's another spirit that comes over me. Some of you need another spirit today. Y'all, you have is the spirit of disease, you have the spirit of worry, the spirit of failure, the spirit of the confrontation. All of this is over your life, but what you need is a spirit that says, I am more than able through Jesus Christ, which strengthens me. The Bible says of Saul that the Spirit of God moved over him, that he was turned into another man. You ever read that? When the Spirit moved on Saul, he was turned into another man. What happened? Another spirit came over him. That's what needs to happen to us today is that God turn us into another man or another woman today that when we quit doubting and quit living in frustration and quit glorifying the problems and another spirit moves over us that says our God is still on the throne. Our God is still high and lifted up. Our God is still able to defy the, the armies of, of the enemy. Our God is still victorious and our God is able to give us the victory. We got to drop this old spirit and get a new spirit. I have the spirit of triumph over me today. I prayed this whole weekend, God, let another spirit come over me. Shout it with me. I'm getting another spirit. Come on, shout. I'm getting another spirit. Come on, shout it. I'm getting another spirit. We're getting a spirit that we can take this city. We're going to get a spirit where we're going to see our household salvation. Come on. We're going to get another spirit where we can see a revival and a move of God. We're getting another spirit. We're shaking loose of the spirit of worry and bondage. And we're getting the spirit of love and joy and peace and of a sound mind. The devil told some of you you'll never reach your promised land. The devil told you some of you that, that your dreams are never going to come to pass. The devil has sold you a bill of lies that hopelessness has set in your spirit. But there's more than that in the Christ Jesus that I serve that he has sent. I am giving you more than enough. I'm giving you more grace and more anointing. I didn't say there weren't going to be giants. I didn't say we weren't going to face opposition. But what I am saying is, I'm not looking at the giants. I'm looking at the size of the grapes. All someone want to do is glorify the problem. I can hear Joshua and Caleb. Yeah, but did you see those grapes? Did you say, I ain't never seen grapes like that? God's blessing is greater. I, I know there's going to be problems. I know there's going to be issues. But another spirit that says we are more than able. Remember the old cliche saying the bigger they are, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. The harder the battle, the greater the victory. 
I don't know about you, but we're in the middle of a heart battle. Our nation's in the middle of a heart battle. Our church is in the middle of a heart battle. Some of you in your life is in the middle of a heart battle, and the enemy's telling you it's not worth the fight. Give up. Turn in the towel. Throw it in. Turn around and retreat. But I'm telling you that God's grace and God's power and God's anointing is the same. And what God said is for you. It is for you. He hadn't changed his mind on the Lawrenceville Church of God. He hasn't changed his mind about your family. He hasn't changed his mind over your children. He hasn't changed his mind over your destiny. God is still saying, I have a future. I've got plans. I've got something for you. It's time for us to get another spirit and declare, I shall have what God said I shall have. Somebody lift up your hands and shout it with me. Hallelujah. Woo. Hallelujah. Getting another spirit. You ever been around people when you left them and you felt like you needed a bath? I mean, not because they were nasty, stinking like, but just their spirit was so nasty. I mean, I've been around people like that. Some of you saying, Pastor, I live with it. I don't know. But what I do know is that old spirit ain't going to get us there. That old mindset ain't going to get us there. That old way ain't going to get us there. we got to have fresh vision and fresh anointing. And day by day, Lord, let your mercies be renewed in us. And it's not embracing culture. It's not embracing the new fads. And it's not embracing all of this new junk. It's getting back to the B-I-B-L-E, the truth of God's word. I'm not interested in that. On Christ, the solid rock we stand. And all other is sinking sand. Oh, God. God, give us a church that gets another spirit for this hour and this day. My God, I feel another spirit coming over this place. I'm able. Come here, Levin. I don't want you. You just need to get another spirit. Just stand up here with me and let it get on you. Just stand up here with me and let this thing get on you. Hey! So what's wrong? Our generation isn't passing on to the next generation. And we're wondering why they're in the shape they're in. Because nobody took time to say it's important to worship. It's important to have the Holy Ghost. It's important to get another spirit. It's important to go against the wiles and the strategies of the devil. It's important to declare we're well able. Stay with me, son. Aren't you tired of the devil giving you bad thoughts? Aren't you tired of the sad thoughts, defeated thoughts, nobody thoughts, give up thoughts? I'm telling the devil, I'm not going through this week like I've been through the last few weeks. 
going through the rest of this year like we've been through on the front side of this year. The devil constantly telling you ain't enough and you're not going to do enough and you're not going to have enough. I want to tell the devil, shut up and listen here a minute. I'm well able. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. This is real profound. You ready? Dreams can come true. Somebody say, I'm too old. No, you're just too cranky. You're old and moldy. You need to be old, fine as wine. You need to get, you need to get, you need to stop that old mentality. Get another spirit. Come on, somebody. Old and grumpy and cantankerous. Old stale hard bread. I want some fresh manna. Caleb's 85 now. Had to wait a whole generation to pass. But he hung in there. Let me give you a few little things. In verse 36, he said, Thy servants slew both a lion and a bear. You believe in God? Listen, let me help you here, Levin. You believe in God for a new suit and all God give you is shoelaces? Let me tell you how you testify. God, if you can give me shoelaces like this, what in the world kind of suit are you going to put on my back? But here's what the world says. All I got is some shoelaces. How in the world am I ever going to get a suit? You got to get a new mindset. Thank God for what you do have. He said, I killed a lion and a bear. What he did in the past, he'll do again. Some of you, you've been in the brush arbor. You've been in the days when the church didn't have nothing. But now God's brought us up. You had to pray in everything, and God did it, and God brought it through because somebody got another spirit and thanked God for what he had done. It's time for the church to get thankful again for what we do have and what God is doing. Secondly, he says, my, he confessed a past help, and it began to give him new help. I look over the horizon. Man, I feel the whole, you feel this? Man, it's strong up here. Come on, get around this. He said, he looked over the horizon and he, and he saw the enemy coming, the Philistine. He said, let me tell you, I had a lion and a bear and God helped me. I had a lion and a bear. Let me tell you how it works in modern day. We went through cancer and we went through heartache and we went through heart surgery and we went through a car wreck and we went through our kids having divorce and we went through trouble and trial and all kinds of junk. But I look over that and I tell you, God got us through. Hey, 
God got us through, and now some of you are looking at new problems and new issues and new sicknesses and, and new stuff, and the enemy's telling you this is going to take you out. I just want to tell you, get a new testimony of what God has already done. He did it then. He'll do it again. He'll do it again. David, at this point, hadn't raised a finger at the enemy. He just changed how he talked. He just started talking right. If I could get anything into your spirit today, I want to get in your spirit. You got to learn how to talk right. You got to learn how to speak. You ain't got to fight. You got to learn how to talk. The Bible says that life and death are what, Kenneth? In the power of the tongue. You can talk yourself to victory or you can talk yourself to defeat. Preacher, you gone in the word of faith. No, I'm just preaching the Bible. You got to speak right. You can't talk one thing and expect God to do something different. You, uh, David ain't said nothing. He ain't done nothing. He just started talking to the enemy. You know, I want to tell the enemy, the devil, the battle ain't even my battle to start with. I, I'm going to talk right. How am I going to talk? I'm going to talk about my God is my righteous judge. My God is my shield and my butler. My God is my alpha, my omega, my, my beginning, my end. My God is my El Shaddai. My God is my Jehovah Jireh. My God is my sufficiency. My God is my joy, unspeakable and full of glory. My God is the helmet of my salvation, the, my peace that I walk on. He's my shield and he's my butler. I'm just learning how to talk right again. I'm trying to teach the church what God has for you. It's for you, but you got to talk right. Third, whatever number I'm on. He said, I come in the name of the Lord. You got to quit coming in the name of this one and that one. You can listen to him, 11. You can't rely on systems. You can't rely on methods. You can't rely on my armor. You can't rely on my weaponry. But, 11, you got to go in the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen to me, church. When the devil's coming against you on a hot Tuesday morning and the devil's rearing real hard on a Thursday afternoon, let me tell you, you don't need to call me. You can if you want to. But let me tell you what you need to do. Stand up, start talking right, and say, Devil, I come against you, not with a preacher, not with a church, but I come against you in the name of the Lord. Let me tell you, young people, listen to me real good. When the enemy's coming against you, the name of Jesus is powerful. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. There's power in the name of Jesus. And that's what the devil doesn't want preached. It's the name of Jesus. But I'm announcing today, there's power in Jesus. There's deliverance in Jesus. There's healing in Jesus. It's Jesus in the morning. It's Jesus in the noonday. It's Jesus when the sun goes down. It's Jesus Jesus, Jesus, somebody shout it with me. Yeah. 
Come on, if you don't believe in the name of Jesus right now, you gotta, you gotta just let go and let God take control of your life right now. There's no power more powerful than the name of Jesus. When you're facing your problems, don't stand there and complain. Just say the name of Jesus. Shout the name of Jesus. Take control of your problem and say, I got a God that's bigger than everything. I got a God that's more powerful than whatever I'm going through. It's the name of Jesus. Come on. Come on. Don't wait for some other day. Today is your day for deliverance. I'm done. Just stand with me. You got to put a time limit on the devil. Long as you sit here and say, one day, Sunday, Lord, one day, he said, this day, you shall fall. I'm telling the devil this morning, this day, somebody shout it with me, this day, my God, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. This day, my God, this day. This day what? This day I'll smite you. This day I'll destroy you. But you got to get another spirit. Some of you, listen. Some of you need to get straight up confession. You need to straight up confess your sorry attitude. You got stinking thinking. And it's spewing out of your mouth. And you're aborting everything that God's trying to do in your life. Straight up confession. You got to start talking right. You can't rely on other people's junk. You got to rely on the name of the Lord. This day, I'm putting a time limit. I'm telling the devil, today's the day. Today is the day. Today is the day. You ever heard that song, The Devil Went to Georgia? Today's the day the devil went down in Georgia. Today's the day the devil lost a battle in Georgia. Today's the day the devil lost in your family. Today's the day the strongholds are getting broken. Let me help you. This is is where we're going to be. David didn't do like his brothers. His brothers ran from the problem. You can keep on running, brother. All they want to, they can keep on running. Ray, they can keep running. Or you make up your mind today. I ain't running from a problem. I'm running to my problem. I ain't running from it no more, Jeff. I ain't running. The devil's held us too long, Jeff. 
The devil's held us down and out too long. It's our day to run it and face it head on. 11, they say don't do it, but we run in the name of the Lord. We're coming against the enemy. Pastor, I got issues. I got problems. I got this, whatever. You need to come on, get out of your seat. This is the day. The devil said, it ain't, You ain't gonna have it. This is your day. Come on. Look, I pray for one, five, ten, the same. It don't matter. You ready for it? This is your day for miracle. This is your day for breakthrough. The name of the Lord is powerful. The name of the Lord, the name of the Lord. I don't need Saul's armor. Lawrence, I don't need Saul's armor. I've got the word of God. When the enemy comes in like a flood, all I know to do is to quote the word, quote the word. Brother James, in the name. Get another spirit. Holy Spirit. Fill him and overflow, overflow, Lord. Come on, Levin, get down there and pray with him. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Get the word in you. Get the word in you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Get the word. Get the word. Come on, church. Begin to worship. The name of Jesus is stronger. The name of Jesus is stronger. Get another spirit. Get another spirit. Oh, God, victory. We need it, Lord. Our nation needs it. We need power of Pentecost. We need power of the Holy Spirit. We need to get back where we're standing on the promises of your word. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. All through the building, just begin to worship. Just begin to worship. Your name be lifted up. What God has for me is for me. It's for me. It's my blessing. It's my breakthrough. It's my anointing. It's my favor. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. In the name of Jesus. Come on. Come on, declare that through this building. Come on, declare the power of the name of Jesus. Come on, some of you praying over your homes. Some of you praying over your teenagers. Some of you praying over your marriage. Some of you praying over your finances. It's power. 
There's power. There is power in the name of Jesus. Power in the name of Jesus. Visit pccgwinnett.cc for new teaching and free podcasts and videos. And be sure to connect with us via Facebook at lcog.pccgwinnett, on Twitter at pccgwinnett, and on Instagram at pccgwinnett. Thanks for listening to the Power Connection Podcast, and have a great week.